but in the background, a cardinal, tilting his head and asking in a fog of bamboo, bamboo in Indiana. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Christopher Citro. Today I'm reading from Post Moxie by Julia Story. Julia Story received her MFA from Indiana University in 2004. Her poetry was nominated for a Pushcart Prize and has appeared in Octopus, Plowshares, Sentence, The Iowa Review, and other magazines. Post Moxie, a book-length poem in three main sections, won the 2009 Catherine A. Morton Prize in Poetry and was published by Saraband Books. Today's stanzas are from the section titled The Above Song. We look at a statue and feel uncomfortable. I am backward light, which isn't as cool as it sounds. Later, after I watch him eat his fake meat, he decides that he already knows everything there is to know about me based on a conversation we had about third grade. Because I'm afraid of change, I wear the quilted pants emblazoned with pale peach skulls and crossbones. From a distance, they look like geometry. From up close, well, you can see what they look like up close. He assures me that my head doesn't look shaved when he sees evidence of my late teen unhappiness. There are this many heads I want to break with this many bottles of night train, but I'm blonde and from Indiana, so I look at the floor and smile. Do they not have those dogs anymore? The neighbors with the toy dogs? The new season meant they'd yip when I walked by, exploding out their tiny door like cannoned rats. The green mattress of spring with its calling trees, its antidote to heartbreak. But I refer rather than believe. I have faith I'll keep thinking the same things. Spring tries to sweep my shadow into its maw. The good people of earth want to help me, but I don't believe in this anymore. Bad the bone plays overhead and embarrasses me. This is the worst first date ever. Worse than the sad man with the trashed firebird in his backyard. We walk down by the false lake and watch ducks sleep, their dull beaks tucked in, single tender eyes exposed. We wait over an hour for a table and then have to listen to the above song. Fortunately, I can talk about work. He can't. If I line the books up perfectly, everyone will learn something. This is my favorite kind of business meeting. No one shows up. For six years, the girls careen in his dream like little flashlights. My intelligence is measured by the number of sweat bees in the yard. In late fall, I am not very smart. I am not very smart at the beginning of spring, when even the sidewalk has hormones. One little girl peeks out from behind a factory wall far, far away from a backyard. She says, this is how you make it, and shows a handful of silver springs, and looks at him with blonde eyes. I bring her a whole tree ripped from the ground, its roots trailing mites and clingy, damp clods. If I could get inside, then everything would be okay. Breadstick-shaped lights would quit falling all over me. When he finally took his stuff so he could let a shorter person take care of him, ants came in and bothered us. You poor thing, she tells me, and rubs my forehead with bark, and we carve a deep cavern inside us and rest for a while in the damp. 
I go to the field and I don't want him to go, but he goes anyway. He does fake meditation in the woods while I do real meditation with some dry grass in a tree. She comes out of the woods to stand among the golf balls and gnats. A black dog makes a cutout on the horizon and a boy in a towel cape runs from his invisible enemy. I put my ear to the ground and don't hear him think my name. The stairs go down to the sub-basement's dank bar. I wrap the scarf around my neck three times and hurry past. Night is coming down in a city I don't know. The water rat sky hands me my new life, skinned, and the traffic fills with air. You've been listening to poetry by Julia Story on The Poet's Weave. I'm Christopher Citro. You can visit The Poet's Weave online at wfiu.org slash poetsweave.